Welcome to Saving America. This is a video podcast and you'll be able to see this again and you may be watching it on YouTube or you can get the audio on almost any of the podcast platforms. So we're very excited. This is a weekly podcast. Um, I, I, we had the training last night, David, on podcasts, and they're like, you may, well, I want to introduce by saying about how long it will be. So we'll be about 20, 25 minutes. Welcome. Well, uh, hi, Sandy, and welcome to Thanksgiving week. And I, I want to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving and all the people who are watching either live today or watching one of our recorded uh, uh, rebroadcasts of tonight's podcast. And very different Thanksgiving this year, of course. And that's one of the things we're going to be talking about or you're going to be talking about. So let's start with what's in the news and lots of stuff about COVID in the news. And we're going to focus on one um, aspect of the news, and that's the shutting down of schools in New York City. So what have you said about that? So this, uh, this has been in the news for about a week, and I, I think they announced this last Wednesday or Thursday that uh, um, they were going to close the schools in uh, New York uh, City and in New York State. And so it's pretty fascinating because the especially the youngsters, uh, the kindergartners till the fourth or fifth grade, their risk factor is extremely low. But the trade-off is the association with other children and the teachers and the structure is so extremely valuable. Many experts say that it is more important for them to be in the classroom than any conceivable risk of, of COVID-19. And the teachers themselves generally are fairly low risk if they observe, you know, reasonable social distancing, you know, wear their masks and, you know, normal sanitation, which is pretty common across the board. So in any event, uh, New York shuts down at schools and there was a wonderful, uh, you know, the New York Post tabloid is is quite a production number. And they had a wonderful uh, cover photo last week and they had a doctored photo where they had a, a a picture of um, the face of Andrew Como and the face of Bill de Blasio in little kid outfits with dunce caps on. And the cap said dunce and the, the two of them side by side as uh, the New York Post was providing its uh, commentary on uh, shutting down something that really hurts the children. And, you know, one of the things to appreciate is that many middle income and wealthier families have their children in private schools. And so when the school shutdown is announced, it affects the public schools. Well, who's in the public schools? Some middle income families, very few upper income families, but all of the lower income families. And these are the people who can least afford to make arrangements to take care of their young children while they try to make a living. And making a living, especially in the lower income categories, and I'm gonna revisit this today in another segment, is extremely difficult. Now, the icing on the cake, I heard this last night, the icing on the cake as the uh, people in New York are trying to uh, limit Thanksgiving gatherings and 
all this stuff, is that uh, uh, reportedly Mario Como is flying in his 89-year-old mother to celebrate Thanksgiving dinner with him. And uh, as someone was saying, with uh, has anybody scoped out the children that will be there, the servants that will be there? I'm sure this is going to be a catered dinner and all that stuff. And saying, what are they exposing this 89-year-old woman to? Because she is in the extreme risk category by almost any definition. So the the level of hypocrisy and silliness is 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 quite extreme and it's and it's most unfortunate for America. I saw a special coverage of Los Angeles uh, earlier today and Los Angeles has closed all restaurant dining indoors and outdoors all restaurant dining and they interviewed uh, some of the uh, small restaurant you know individual restaurant owners they interviewed some deli people and it's like we just can't keep the doors open we can't pay the rent uh, with just some takeout business and delivery, we, that's not going to pay all of our bills. And and I, 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 you know, I work extensively with small business in America. And I, 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 it was interesting because one of the observations, either from the reporter or from the people who had this small deli, was that the big corporations that own the big chains of restaurants, like the Darden Restaurant Group, and that's not a knock on them, but those restaurant groups have the capital resources to survive what we're talking about. The little guys don't. And I can tell you that as I drive around Houston and I'm in the inner city, so I see a lot of the very close in things, I'm seeing multiple vacancies in small shopping centers. And there's two pieces to that. One is there are a lot of low income people who work in restaurants uh, haircutting salons, nail parlors, uh, a lot of little businesses are the ones that help America grow and, and provide starter employment for people who may work at higher wages later when they get through college or uh, get more experience and so forth. And so it's a very difficult time, not just for the small business owners, but also for the landlords who are uh, renting out these shopping centers. And I, I think that there's, there's going to be some more uh, pay, pain coming from what, from what is happening. Yeah. I'm telling you, it just, it just doesn't stop. Does it? No, it sure doesn't. <laughs> and so next thing is our rumor is a maskless dinner party hosted by our friend, the governor of California, Governor Newsom. So let's talk about that rumor. Well, a part of this, the joy of this one, uh, you know, the joy of giving is uh, that it was released by uh, some of the more liberal mainstream media. I, I forget whether it was CNN or uh, MSNBC, but one of those is, is who broke the story and with photographs, and apparently the photographs were sub rosa, like a servant or somebody at this thing. But there was a gathering of about 20 people, well in excess of the, the recommended number. They were not wearing masks. And the hideously funny part of the story with uh, the moron Gavin Newsom is that the chief lobbyist for the California Medical Association was one of the people at the dinner. 
And I don't know if he was hosting the dinner or simply attending the dinner, but it's like the level, like I said, the level of hypocrisy, people are drowning in it. And and it's just a a ludicrous uh, situation. Okay, so um, that was our rumor. Now we have kind of kind of um, started talking about it already, but with the COVID, and today's been a big day as far as COVID and what we're talking about. But now, what about COVID and the holidays? What are your thoughts on it and some of the things that we've seen in the news? Uh, what's going on with COVID and the holidays? What's happening though is that the the situation is extreme where they're telling people, oh, you can't have more than five or six people for Thanksgiving dinner. And again, the Gavin Newsom thing, the Como thing and all that. And, uh, you know, one one uh, one uh, pundit said, you know, if you have grandma over for Thanksgiving dinner, bluntly, this might be her last Thanksgiving dinner, whether she comes over there or not. And not everybody's going to get COVID, obviously, and if you just follow some basic principles, that it's it's probably going to be a situation that could be very, very helpful to get these people out and, and let them enjoy their families. And uh, so I thought some interesting statistics, 915,000 people flew through the two Houston airports yesterday. Uh, that was Monday. Oh, my God. So and they're saying tomorrow will be a Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving is traditionally the biggest day. So they are predicting uh, record crowds at the airport. Now, the airlines who, by the way, on the stock market, which is at record levels, uh, the airline stocks are all up. The airlines are saying that they are it's going to be a clean experience. Uh, they're going to require everyone to keep their masks on. They're sanitizing the planes. They're doing special uh, air evacuation on the planes and things like that. And and so that'll be interesting. They're saying, by the way, the airline stocks are up on the reports of the several vaccines that are out. And I, I heard one commentator this morning say that they may begin distributing the vaccine in as little as two weeks from now which would be rather amazing. And again, we, we still face a lot of issues. Um, I don't think that the uh, potential availability of vaccine should be, I don't want people to overreact to it and go crazy because it's going to take a while to roll out. Remember, we've got about 320, 330 million Americans and we're talking a million doses. I mean, we're talking a tiny fraction and not, and a lot of people keep talking about herd immunity. Herd immunity is combined with the vaccine distribution. It's going to take a a while to get this stuff into the community. They're saying they're going to do healthcare workers first. What's one of the concerns that we have? The hospitals around the country have suddenly filled up again. There's a real concern. And unfortunately, on holiday weekends, we have a very sad thing that happens across America. And that is holidays are a wonderful time for families to get together. They also are a sad time where people do have more automobile accidents. And unfortunately, many drunk driving incidents uh, do arise around the holidays. So if I could uh, appeal to everyone who sees this uh, podcast 
to uh, be especially careful over the holidays, to enjoy the holidays, spend time with your family if it makes sense, and to be careful about uh, alcohol and driving. And, uh, you know, we've got Uber. Uber and Lyft are all uh, taking special precautions. You have to have a mask on to, to, to ride. The driver is going to have a mask on, things like that, sanitizing the vehicles. So I, I think that uh, if you're uh, planning to go out and drink and party, um, please have someone else do the driving. And I think we could make a difference, especially when the hospitals are already full with COVID patients. But uh, the while the number of deaths in total continues to increase, the rate of death against the number of cases continues to decline. So apparently, our um, I, I, I'm not sure how to explain that. I think one of the things is is the most fragile in our society largely have have died already. I mean, sad to say, but I think that, that that's part of the fact of life here. And uh, I mean, we have some lucky people who have not gotten it who are fragile. But I think the reality is, is that a lot of the fragile people, because it is such a contagious disease and it is spread throughout the United States, I thought North Dakota, South Dakota, Minneapolis, there would be places in the interior of the country that would be saved. I'm hearing it's just as bad there as it is in the big cities. So uh, my projection is, is that we uh, need to continue to be careful, but that the vaccine will have a gradual impact. Most likely, it's going to take until the end of the approaching summer, summer of 2021, before the vaccines have any significant impact. Remembering what I am hearing about it is it's going to take one month from getting the vaccine to having some antibodies that would actually protect you. I've asked the question, what happens during that one month? Are you, will your defenses be progressive if you get COVID in the middle? Will it be less uh, uh, dangerous because you've had the vaccine at least starting in your system? Those questions I have not heard answered yet. I did hear on the news this morning that there will be two shots or two injections one and then you, and then about 30 days later you go back for the second one and they did say there would be some side effects it, like being sick um but it, i to me it sounded kind of like when you get the flu shot you're going to feel bad for a day or two usually and that's what it said usually it will be last last about 24 hours so it all remains to be seen as we start into this time but at least we're you know we are starting into the time when there will be available and there you know we can now start to see the light at the end of the tunnel absolutely today has been great great information leading into the holidays um dr shine is a professor and um Dean at the University of St. Thomas here in Houston. He is also an author. This is his latest book, The Decline of America, uh, 100 Years of Leadership Failures. So if you want to read about some of our other presidents and some of the things and decisions they made and the results, you can read it right here. It is available uh, on Amazon and makes a great Christmas gift. And this weekend for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, the ebook will be 99 cents if you want to get it um, and read it yourself. So um, 
great, great, great Christmas gift for that person in your family or your life who's interested in politics or history. So thank you for joining us, whether you're watching us live on Facebook, and we hope you will be telling people that it's live every Tuesday morning, 11 o'clock central. We are live on Facebook, and then you can watch the recording still on David's uh, Facebook page, which is author David Shine, and you can watch it on our YouTube channel. Then you can watch the audio on any podcast platform that is available and we hope you'll subscribe comment get in touch with david if you have any questions or if you have any topics that you'd like for him to cover on saving america so thank you again for joining us david another great podcast thank you very much for taking the time to do this and we'll see you next tuesday for saving america